Hey guys, Nick DiPaolo here. Uh, the election, the big one's coming up uh, real quick on us. It's probably the biggest one in the history of this country. They always say that, but I think we know it's true this time. If you're watching the news lately, well, one of the news channels, the rest of them are lying to your fucking face. That's why you should come here and get your news from me. Uh, but people like me are being squashed by YouTube and everybody else. Not yet, but they're on my heels. Uh, so it's more important now than ever that you go to nickdip.com. And, uh, if you can contribute, um, you can do it on a daily basis at nickdip.com. You can become a Patreon member, which is a monthly subscriber. If you do that, you get an extra story every day. Nobody else gets, you get to ask me a question. You get access to the archive shows. It really is only one of the few shows on the internet where you can actually hear somebody talk the way you do amongst your friends. Um, but I don't know how long it's going to last. So, but in the meantime, we need your support. So, um, subscribe. And, uh, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to click that button and make sure you stay subscribed. All right. It's very important. It's the truth. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show on a uh, Thursday, last day of the week for me and Raz. Raz, is my mic down a little? No. No? Okay, I have to turn this way up today to hear myself. Why should anything work the same way two days in a row? Oh, fucking motherless. <laughs> How are you, folks? Uh, real quick, I want to thank uh, all of those who contributed to the show yesterday. We really do rely on your contributions. You know that. Now more than ever, we need to get the message out. Please go to nickdip.com and make a contribution to allow us to keep the show free. Next week, I'm planning to have uh, Donald Trump Jr. on the show again a third time. Okay? Uh, he's got an important new book out that we're going to discuss. Stay tuned for the details. He's always a good uh, grab. Uh, here are some of my upcoming dates, if you haven't heard these in 11 seconds. September 17th through 19th, the Plaza Hotel and Casino in Vegas. October 2nd and 3rd, Jonathan's in Agunquit, Maine. October 10th, Stand Up Live in Huntsville, Alabama. October 11th, Zanny's Comedy Club in Nashville. November 19th, The Improv, Raleigh, North Carolina. Again, that's barring any COVID horseshit. They'll say, you know, we can only let eight people in the club. Okay, well, see you next year. See you when you get the vaccine, for the love of Pete. Hey, this made me laugh my fucking uh, little enchiladas off. When a, some libtard comes up to a kid like in a deli and says, uh, could you put your mask on? And boy, did he have a fucking answer for this. Yeah. I guarantee some asshole said, take that mask off. I'd rather get COVID than look at Trump. I guarantee that happened four minutes after that. If that kid's not selling a zillion of those, I'm gonna. I'll steal the shit. 
That was fucking great. That's <laughs> how, to, how to piss off the little government-loving fairies still wearing their masks. It's all a scam, folks. I got a thing if we get to it today. Uh, it was written in 1950-something. It's in black and white. It's, uh, it's, it's how communism and socialism takes over. It was written then. And is, you, you would have thought it was written yesterday in this country as far as dividing people. And it, it, it's creepy. Don't forget, we're just repeating history. Some of us are aware that idiots who vote on the other side have no clue, including Biden. Well, actually, Biden, Pelosi, they're aware of it because that's what they want. They, you know, they jerk off to fucking Stalin and Lenin. Oh, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, oh, this cracked me up, too. Is this the uh, mirror one? I mean, the TV? Blow drying? Did I not? Raz, you gave me back this in a different order. You did, man. What's this? Oh, street bike. <laughs> they stick together. What am I, jerking off to these stories? <laughs> Sorry, Raz. Uh, let's, uh, I don't know. We want to start a segment. We should call it B-cubed. You know, B to the third. Black people behaving badly. But then we'd have to do 11 hours on that. And yes, I know all people behave badly. But when black people do it, you got to admit, it's entertaining as shit. When they fight, there is no, there's not, nothing off limits. Check this one out. I want you to keep an eye on the uh, black woman to the right. She's got like red shorts on. Keep an eye on her and see what's, what happens to her. Watch this fight break out in the middle of the street. Look at the little kid. He's already got boxes stance. Oh! Oh! Look. Why, you motherfucker. Look at that white. Look at that black woman get in there. Why do you do that, LaQuisha? LaQuisha! Why did you do that, LaQuisha? It's the only money we had, LaQuisha. They were gonna take it. They weren't gonna find it, LaQuisha. Look at, they're trying to help the poor lady who was run over me. Whoa, this guy, here he comes with a bat. Gonna stop busting the car windows. I don't even know what started all this. I think it was a cookout. Somebody stole a can of grape soda or some shit. Or whatever. They were supposed to bring a family-sized bucket. And... Can we run it real quick again? Not the whole thing, but the first, watch the girl in the red shorts to the right. She's got the white shirt on. Keep an eye on her. Up, Gilligan! Dip. Little buddy! <laughs> what the hell's going on out here? I'll tell you what. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm a little concerned. The, the uh, was it Tuesday show? The show we put Barney's on the thumbnail didn't get much action. I don't know why. We don't know. Again, I'm guessing it's YouTube. And then it was a little soft on the numbers yesterday, folks. So you tell me. Make sure you're still subscribed. And, and you know, who knows? YouTube could be fucking with us. I don't know. But it, it was a little soft numbers-wise. I, I was getting a little pissed. Well, Nick, maybe it's because you open with shit like that. And they don't really approve it. Maybe. But if that's the case, there's no sense in doing the show anymore. 
Wait till we jump and you see what I put up. Mama and Papa, they'll be taking me out of here in cuffs. Raz, too. They'll be calling Raz Uncle Tom and shit. It'll be fucking horrible. You support this white motherfucker? All right. If that wasn't funny enough for you, people wonder why people aren't going to Vegas now. They all say because it's COVID. Oh, I don't know. It's either that or shit like this. This is a bowling alley in, in Vegas. <laughs> Keep your eye on a guy in a white T-shirt later on. See the, see the bowling ball in the front of the picture down below? That's a bowling ball rack. Don't think those are going to sit there idly. Not when a bunch of brothers are going at it. What the fuck is security? Look at this. Apparently somebody got a spare and the guy didn't mark it down. Look at the, this is a bowling. Uh-oh, look at this. Da -da 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 -da. Oh! <laughs> look, he's gonna get another one. Heads up. Whoa! I don't understand why people aren't going to Vegas. All right, enough already. It's not going to be long before you all kill yourselves because you're all crazy. <laughs> Who's you, Nick? Uh. There's something wrong with the black man's mind. There's something wrong with his mind. <laughs> I had to show those before I forgot them. I got flooded with shit like that. I think some of the Patreon members sense them too. But you got to admit, folks. That guy throwing that bowling ball, do you understand that hit somebody? They might be dead. And if you said that to him, he goes, yeah, what's your point? Motherfucker, it's a fight. I'm going to fuck somebody up. I can't, uh, I can't for the life of me understand what's going on in this country. Jesus Christ, I'm ready to move myself. Admit it, though, you kind of like to watch your shit, don't you, online and stuff? We're going to a bumpy spot in America, that's all. It's a little rough patch. If Trump gets elected again, we'll come out of it. If not, prepare for more scenes like that. Oh, by the way, it got ugly last night in Minneapolis again. We'll get to that in a second. How are your relatives doing in Minneapolis, Raz? I huh? haven't talked to him in a while. I need to check in on him. <laughs> Good to see you concerned. Raz sees a clip online. His mother-in-law is being chased down the street. He goes, hey, I'll give her a call next Tuesday. I'm busy. I got two podcasts. <laughs> shit starting again in Minneapolis. Another shooting and shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, people still shitting on the cops and defunding police. And have you ever seen the cops more maligned in the history of this country? No, you haven't. And it's so goddamn unfair. I'm not going to go over the numbers again. The whole myth about shooting unarmed black. But it's just total horseshit. Um, but they, day to day, they have to deal with fucking putting their necks on the, that's no exaggeration. And here's another example. Uh, three Maryland, Maryland police officers were ambushed and shot while responding to a call Sunday evening. This is what they do now. They call and say that this is a, a burglary or a domestic dispute and the cops show up and then they're ambushed. This is a civil war. It's just taken a while to get off the ground. This happened Sunday night. Prince George's County police were responding to a, uh, this is in Maryland, a reported home invasion around 630 in Hyattsville. It's a city 32 miles southwest of Baltimore. <laughs> so that, that ring of violence in Baltimore is spreading. It's getting bigger and bigger. Uh, within minutes, the cops arrive at the scene, and this is what happens. 10-3, 10-3, 10-3. 
fucking face blacks. Who knows where they're going to take the wrong way? Uh. Fuck your mother! Okay. They were told it was a burglary. This is unbelievable. And you should be a little nervous. How anybody doesn't have a few guns, I don't understand now. That's like a suburb. Raz, who are you talking to? Oh, thought it was your mother-in-law saying, for Christ's sake, check in on us. <laughs> Do we have the picture of the guys that were shooting at the cops? Yes. Look at these two clean-cut All-American Cub Scouts. Huh? That could be any defensive end from the NFL on the left. And then on the right, apparently, Bin Laden fucked Janice Jackson a few years. I don't know what that is. What, what is that thing on the right? I durka, durka, Muhammad Jihad. Haka, Sherpa, Sherpa, Abakala. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, who do I hate more, Christians or cops? Those beards just say, I hate whitey. Man, what an ugly country, huh? You can't even tell. There's all these mongrels running around. You don't even fucking... Hey, you know what we do, man? We're bored. There ain't no sports on. Let's fucking ambush a couple of Maryland cops. What do you say? Oh, God. Where are we going, folks? As Joe Biden says, where are we? What are we doing? You ain't doing shit. You don't hear Biden, do you? Do you hear Biden? This guy's running for president. He's actually in the lead in some. Do you, have you heard him denounce any of this behavior once? Or Pelosi? Do you understand they're behind this? And George Soros funds it? Not this robbery. I'm talking about Antifa and all the chaos going on in the city. You do understand it's organized and it's planned. Do you not? They are just a militia that represents the Democrat Party. I don't know how anybody can look at that and see otherwise, unless you don't follow the news. Well, I do. I watch CNN and MSM. Yeah, you don't follow the news, just like I said. You follow what you want to hear. I feel so vindicated with my politics. So last night, Minneapolis calmed down for what? A couple weeks. Remember, it all started there with the George Floyd incident, which the radical left is using as far as a, a revolution, but they're doing it under the guise of racial justice, which is total horseshit. It had nothing to do with that and still has nothing to do with it. Minneapolis, Minneapolis police chief holds a press conference uh, what happened was there was a shooting in a parking lot downtown. Um, black guy, I don't know what the color of the couple was. I'm guessing maybe it, there was a black guy, then another black guy and a girlfriend, I believe. Could be a white couple, but I doubt it. Anyways, they get into an altercation, and one black guy shoots the guy that's with a girl and kills him. Okay? That's where it starts. Then the guy, the perpetrator, the shooter goes out on the sidewalk and puts a gun under his chin and blows his head off. And within seconds, social media is saying cops killed another black guy and more rioting and shit happened. Here's the press conference by uh, one of the cops. from. You, you know what's so fucking weird, guys? Did I mention this already? I think I did. But my album, Another Senseless Killing, I mentioned that on the show, right, Raz? How it's two Minneapolis cops in the back. Isn't that fucking weird? The name of the album and everything. Um, here is 
a cop at a press conference telling uh, what happened. Today, shortly after two o'clock, we had a shooting in Ramp A in which not ramp a. an adult male and an adult female had a disagreement with another adult male. The One of the adult males pulled out a handgun and shot the other adult male. Naturally, it's Minneapolis. Killing him. The shooter and the adult female fled the area on foot. Officers were able to put together a very quick description and were able to take the female into custody quickly in the area. Through investigation, we were able to identify who our suspect was in the shooting. We were able to Could you talk slow, the individual please? downtown, and shortly after 6 p.m., squads began to move in on our suspect. Our suspect was in the area of 8th and Nicollet. Slow down. Could you? I can't get all this. Began to go down the road. Jesus appears Christ. to have three words at a time like Trump seen officers approaching oh that's four he turned into a doorway of a building produced a handgun put it up underneath his chin oh no he then no. adjusted his stance no the suicide and shot stance himself underneath the chin Bob close Biden to where it meets it. the neck oh pause it's where the chin meets Today, the neck he said it's where the chin meets the neck. <laughs> With you, that's three different places, Sergeant. Not to say anything, but lay off the potato salad. So a guy who killed another guy killed himself. Uh, am I supposed to say this is bad news? I feel very good about it. Let's play some more. Sergeant, slow it down. That was it. Thank Christ. We caught the perpetrator. There was some... Um, Gunplay on ramp A. We surrounded the alleged cock sucker. Then he went out on the sidewalk, put a gun under his chin, you know, where it meets the neck, and proceeded to get in a Suicide stance, which is a lot of what you guys are going to do if I keep speaking at this pace. Kaboom, kebab, papoom, ping, pang, pang. He's gone, and we couldn't do nothing about it. He's gone, and he could do nothing about it. Now, if all the other criminals would do this, it would save the cops a lot of fucking time. You know why a lot of them do do that? There are a lot of cases, because they don't want to go back to jail. Again, most of these people have records. I don't care if it's black, white. They don't want to go back to uh, people who have done time, you know, serious time. They don't want to go back. They'd rather be dead. But could we be any more violent? I mean, a parking lot dispute. Who knows what the real story? Maybe it was a drug thing gone. Or I don't know. But Jesus Christ. So what happened was few minutes later, the word out on the street is the cops, you know, had killed this guy. They're just looking for a reason. Social media starts this. And there was a, some burning and looting, and I didn't even show the clips. They go to a mall, uh, all the windows are broken inside in a footlocker. Hmm, I wonder who did that. Those fucking Amish. They love those fucking Air Jordans, those Amish. 
It allows them to leap. Obey. <laughs> it allows them to leap into their buggies in one hopping. You know when you're blowing glass? The last thing you want to do is slip if you've got bad shoes on. <laughs> I'm kidding. The, the Amish would have broke into an electronic store, obviously, and still living without fucking fire. What is going on here? I got a blank thing that I wrote for myself. I have no idea what it is. I'm guessing it's Trump. Uh, oh, is that where we are? You are correct, sir. <laughs> Did I have anything to do with setting up the show today at all? Raz, I went home and I said, what was I said before I left here? I said, I'm going to work out, right? What was my last word? Ask me what I did. I laid down on my bed in my gym shit at 5.05. Woke up at 8.10. Didn't even work out in my dream I was eating. I've never, I am fucking officially old. A three-hour nap, although I stayed up the night before to like, I told you, 3.30, trying to learn in fucking Ted Nugent's. <laughs> like a 14-year-old boy. Oh, my God, what has happened in my life? I'm starting to get it down, though, guys. That fucking pentatonic scale, I'm going up and down that neck like you read about in fucking Guitar Weekly. Won't be long before I'm bringing that in here and embarrassing myself. <laughs> Anyways, the RNC, let's get to that last night. I, I can't wait for this to be over because these things are kind of boring. I don't care who does them, um, especially when they're doing it virtually. But I'll tell you, Mike Pence, and I'm not a huge fan of Pence, he looks like, I've said this a million times to Raz, he looks like if you were going to um, cast a guy as a president in a movie, this guy, you would, you would just pick him the minute he walked in the room. And he kind of has the same gestures as George Bush. I think that was his hero. I'm not sure. But he looks like a, a, a cardboard cutout. And uh, good guy, really, you know, the gays hate his guts, you know, because they think he's homophobic. The same old horseshit. Same thing they've been saying since I was a kid about Reagan, Bush, Bush the second, anybody who's a Republican. But Pence last night at the RNC, uh, he gave the he took apart. I'm not even going to show you all of it, but like a minute and a half, two minutes. He picked apart Joe Biden and the Democrat. It was so spot on. I'd love to know who's writing this shit. Probably Steve Bannon from his jail cell. You know, he got fucking rung up, right? For fucking supposedly, again, it's a legend. I, I think he's too smart, but last week they busted him. All that money was going to, he had some foundation that you send money to build a wall. Well, he was using a little bit on cookouts and shit and buying shoes. Sure didn't buy a comb. Guy's got a head of hair like you read about. But anyways, here's Mike Pence uh, taking apart, plugging his boss and taking apart uh, Biden at the same time. President Trump and I will always support the right of Americans to peaceful protest. Is he real? But rioting and looting is not peaceful protest. Why is the sound not matching his lips? Tearing down statues is not free speech. And those who do so will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Oh, we don't have to choose between supporting law enforcement and standing with our African-American neighbors. I have, pause. The hard truth I have African-American neighbors here in Georgia. Get along, well, one of them. Kick the other ones out. They were way too loud. Fucking crazy music all night. No. No, but I do. We have a nice old black lady that lives next to us. Every morning she walks by. And 
gives me the finger. I don't understand. I got a Trump hat on, but <laughs> no. <laughs> is you won't be safe in Joe Biden's America. You are correct, sir. And under President Trump, we will always stand with those who stand on the thin blue line, and we're not going to defund the police, not now, not ever. Their agenda is based on government control. Our agenda is based on freedom. Where President Trump cut taxes, Joe Biden wants to raise you taxes by nearly $4 trillion. Joe Biden has been a cheerleader for communist China. He wants to repeal all the tariffs that are leveling the playing field for American workers. Can you imagine? President Trump has stood without apology for the sanctity of human life every day of this administration. Joe Biden would be nothing more than a Trojan horse for the radical left. Joe you Biden correct, set sir. America on a path of socialism and decline. But we're not going to let it happen. Oh, yeah? We'll see about that, Pence. <laughs> we're not going to let it happen. We have about 400 more mailboxes we have to pluck. You better not let it happen, Pence. Oh, dingy teeth, dingy. Coffee and cigarettes, mother of God. I'm going to be doing denture ads in a few years. Why can't they come up with shit? You s- Look, I had uh, asthma as a kid. I digress. I had to get tetracycline shots for the fucking first two years of my life, and it made my teeth a little grayish. So then you, let, you add coffee and cigarettes on to that, and I, I, my teeth are the same color as Raz's skin. Exactly. A nice, dark chocolate brown. So funny as you get older, you don't give a fuck. I was sitting on my front porch today in shorts. I'm not making this up. With white socks. And these fuckers. And not even giving a fuck. That's when you know it's over. It's never over. Sitting there. White socks and shorts. Black guys do it, but they do it like fucking just stick it in your face. They, you know, they got the Nike slippers. Yeah, with the white socks. And, and get away with it. Again, if you point it out, it looked gay. They'd crack your face open. But that's just how they are. Nick, what do you mean by that? I'm just kidding. I only showed you fucking 19 clips proving my point. But, but I looked on and I went, and then a girl jogged by. And she wasn't even that hot. Big ass, fucking face like a moose. I hid my feet. I didn't want her to see my, my fucking socks and shit. That's the other thing. Girls I wouldn't have looked at fucking 10 years ago, and now I'm like, well, okay. Sure, she has a hair lip and sideburns. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know who Pam Bondi is? I forget what her title is. Oh, God damn it, Nick. Get with the fucking program. Why am I... Richard Cornell. I got to go back to the first page. I'm not hitting the button and saying I love you when he talks. <laughs> Richard Cornell was one of the first openly gay guys. He might be the only openly gay guy in the Trump administration. I don't think he works for Trump anymore. He was a UN ambassador. Very smart dude. Always on Fox News and um, openly gay. I, I don't give a fuck. Got brains through the roof. And uh, I was glad to see him uh, speaking last night. 
And you know what he talked about? I hope I fucking, he talked about, uh, you know, the little silent coup that Obama and Biden tried to pull on Trump, which dwarfs anything Richard Nixon did or anybody else. I'll say it again. And this is really the first mention of it. Remember I said they better pound this home? But then again, you're not going to change the left's mind. But here's Cornell uh, last night. As acting director of national intelligence, I saw the Democrats' entire case for Russian collusion. And what I saw made me sick to my stomach. Oh, you sure that's what it was? The Obama-Biden administration secretly launched a surveillance operation on the Trump campaign and silenced the many brave intelligence officials who spoke up against it. They presented bogus information as facts. They lied to judges. Then they classified anything that undermined their case. You are correct. And after Donald Trump won the election, when they should have continued the American tradition of helping the president-elect transition into the White House, they tried instead to undercut him even more. You are correct, sir. He saw it all. All the paperwork. I hope this is not the last. I don't know what they're waiting for. The election is coming up on us very quickly. But like I said, even they're probably like, you know what? Even though we have proof of the biggest political scandal in American history, you're not going to change the idiot's mind who hate Trump. Is there any, I hate to be such a partisan, but is there any doubt in your mind what at least one party fakes to love this country? It was a coup. It was a coup, Michael. A coup. And I had it killed. Because all this deep state shit got to stop. You won't. You won't take away my government. (laughs) Don't you know I would use all my power not to let that happen? People at home going, what's that from? The Three Stooges. Forget it. <laughs> Pam Bondi, my girl. She was the, uh, was she the governor of Florida, Raz, at one point? Or a senator? I don't know. Attorney, Attorney General. Did you hear Raz? Like he follows the uh, shit. It says it right here. Oh, it does? Where? <laughs> <laughs> the video. Oh, it does. <laughs> she was Attorney General of Florida. And uh, easy on the eyes, as I like to say. She's a little bit of a sex pot. Why do you say that, Nick? Well, remember after the Parkland school shooting? She was on the next day with a low-cut thing. I didn't hear a word she said. I was looking at her. Fucking how many kids dead? I'm looking at tits. I felt so bad. But she likes to show her fucking uh, fun bags. And now that she's getting more of the limelight, she's lost weight in the face and shit. And um, anyways, Nick, you're saying a lot of misogynistic shit. Well, she's smart, too. You happy now? Fucking brilliant. But she spoke last. I really like her. She's, uh, again, she's a fucking uh, right winger. Try to find some uh, left wing woman at her same, you know, as far as being famous, the same profile that looks like her. But anyways, here's Pam Bondi. Fact. Joe Biden flew to China on Air Force Two with Hunter along for the ride. They said he was just there as a family member, but we know that's untrue. In Beijing, Hunter didn't just go sightseeing. He had meetings with his Chinese bank partners. Hunter even arranged for his dad to meet with one of the partners. Ten days later, those Chinese communist bankers 
approved millions to go to Hunter's firm. I love you. And those bankers work for the Chinese Communist Party, which oppresses their people, cheated American workers for decades, and covered up a deadly virus. To this day, I love Hunter you. controls a 10% stake in that firm. Nick, how come he can't get a job on Fox Nation? I don't know. Apparently, I'm a little edgy. Fucking women are being banged on the uh, copier machine at the Fox building, but I can't get in there. Come on. Even O'Reilly was grabbing some tittage. Pam Bondi pointing out China, and uh, it's all true what she said. Anyways, uh, this episode of the Nick DiPaolo podcast brought to you by one of our best sponsors, and I use the product now. It's really, really good. Uh, ExpressVPN. Um, as you know, guys and girls, you want to keep your browsing history, I don't know, maybe private. You know what I mean? Some days you, you go on there with good intentions. You're looking up a recipe for uh, egg salad, and next thing you know, you're on uh, Asian Teens with GiantTitties.org. And you don't want anybody to see that. What if you get a job interview? VPN, you don't have to worry about it. I know most of you probably think you can keep your information private using incognito mode. Hate to break it to you. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Ask my wife. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. There's people at Xfinity and Verizon belly lapping at your shit. Uh, it's unbelievable. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter if you get your internet from Spectrum, Verizon, Comcast, or whatever service you've got. ISPs in the United States can legally sell your information to ad companies, but not if you use an Express VPN. Virtual private network, is that right? I believe. Express VPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. Express VPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. And ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, the phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with a number one rated VPN by a CNET and Wired. Visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash nickdip, where you can get an extra three months of VPN for free. An extra three months, ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, protect yourselves at expressvpn.com slash nickdip to learn more. And we thank them for sponsoring the show today. Raz found this for me and sent it to me. And uh, very, very interesting. I'm going to play almost all of it. It's well before five minutes long, but it's, it's black people who get it, who have been called Uncle Tom's. The first older gentleman you're going to see is a guy named Woodson. 
Tucker Carlson has him on at least four or five times a month. A brilliant guy who faced discrimination himself and who is, he has all kinds of foundations and he so believes in the American dream and he he's explains about the modern day progressive and how they're poisoning black people to keep them on the democratic plantation. Um, he's at the beginning, he speaks, speaks just a little, but this is from the voices of black people who have experienced this shit. And it's, I thought I found it really interesting. Let's take a look. I can deal with an honest bigot than I can a patronizing liberal. There you go. It's Mr. Woodson. I can change a bigot faster than I can a patronizing liberal. I'm going to now lead us in an apology from white Americans to African Americans on behalf of our country, um, to you and to your ancestors and uh, to all of your people. So Pause. to the African. Isn't that the broad that ran the president? Mary something. Let's call her Karen, like black people do. Listen to this sickening. I remember seeing this and throwing up. Go ahead. Americans in the room who would uh, wish and be willing to participate in this, please stand up. I saw a clip of Marianne Williamson where she had a bunch of white people. And now I'd like to ask white Americans who are sitting near you. Stand around black people in this church and and repeat this solemn chant of I'm sorry basically for all the atrocities that my people committed against you. (laughs) On behalf of myself and on behalf of my country. How creepy. To you and all African Americans. I don't understand the fetishization of victimhood that white progressives want to put on to the African American community. It's like, how dare you think that you are in the level of society where I am? You need to believe in the myth of whiteness and privilege. You need to understand that you're just not going to be as good as I am in society. Pause. Did you hear what he said? The myth of whiteness and privilege. So he gets it. It's a fucking myth. And he's right. You know how arrogant you have to be to just being that patronizing to anybody is a way of saying I'm better than you and I'm going to take care of you, whatever. All the oppression and all of the injustices. How creepy. I apologize. That's what the white progressive burden is. And it's weird. I, I, I will never understand it. Me either. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said it best. He said that one of the most difficult human phenomena to confront is not malice, because malice you can confront with violence. It's folly. Is when someone is doing something that they believe to be in your interest. And the more you say to them, you're strangling me to death. Oh, but I love you. At their core, exactly. a white liberal is the ultimate narcissist. Is that Candace? That's it. The ultimate narcissist. It's the, the people that adopt animals for the purpose of saying, I adopted an animal. Like to them, we are, we are these pathetic, cute little playthings that they can then take to their friends and say, look at this person that I help. As we call it, xenophilic tokenism. They take on the struggles of others so that they deflect away from talking about actual issues. They want so much to be a good white person and to be perceived as a good white person. And if you want to see if a white progressive is a good white person, put them in the room with a black conservative. See how that conversation goes. Pause. The big- oh, exactly. They'll, they'll clam right up and listen and be subservient, actually, because they realize their whole, they're living a lie, actually. I would tell anybody outside the family what you're thinking again. 
biggest challenge to try to figure out whether a white liberal is genuinely just confused or whether they're a narcissist is simply tell them, no thank you. That's the test that I say that you should do to all white liberals. Say, actually, no, I don't see myself as a victim. Watch how they react. Because if all you're out to do is help black Americans, you come across a black American that says, actually, like, I'm feeling empowered and I feel great, you should be happy. Oh man, I'm so happy to hear that. That's great. That's not how they react. They freak out. They block you. I'm blocked by Alyssa Milana. <laughs> Pause. Okay. That doesn't sum it up. What a beautiful house this woman has. What the fuck? What a <laughs> Who told her to stand there? I put a bid on that. It's got an indoor pool, believe it or not. You can't see it from here. Alyssa Milano blocked Candace Owen. Huh? There's your progressive. There's your tolerant. Huh? That's just as racist as anything you could do. Not listen to a black person that you supposedly think is a victim. And Alyssa Milano did that. You know, the one with the nice bags of fun and sells makeup and fucking hates Georgia and really just a waste of a fucking clitoris. Anyways, back to the show. When someone says that they're progressive, they shouldn't automatically be perceived as caring, non-racist, non-bigoted. Most of my experiences of racialized dialogue in a negative way or in confrontations with white progressives who, who I guess hate me because they hate racism. Just yesterday, I got a message from a white lady saying that I was a disgrace to my race. It was odd to me that a white woman would declare me a disgrace to my race. Pause. Well, it might be her. Is it your neighbor? I, you know, that house is not doing it for the neighborhood. That lawn needs cutting too. What? <laughs> That's a chicken coop. I know. <laughs> that is a fucking, it's either a horrible house or the greatest chicken coop ever. Look at that. That's like Trump Tower for a chicken. But you're right. That's country. That's a, I knew it was some type of coop, but I thought it was funny to say it was a house and her neighbors hated her for it. <laughs> we had chickens. I grew up in the suburbs of uh, Boston. My, my, I grew up next to my Italian grandparents, and they raised chickens. You know, one morning, me and my buddy, my f friends and my brother be out there playing with like 10 chickens, and then uh, a day later, there's one left. Couldn't shut the freezer, though, but go ahead. Her own stereotypes and preconceived notions of what minorities should think. They sell this idea of tolerance and inclusivity, and we love everyone, and everyone is welcome here, but no, that's not true. We are only welcome there if we believe done? exactly what you want us to believe. They will act as if for you to rebuff their overtures of sadness or apology is in itself the most despicable crime. It is because the modern white liberal needs you to be a victim. They have weaponized the notion of being a victim. Pause. Not just the liberal, the Democrat party needs an underclass. That's where they draw all their power to make you be subservient. Otherwise they wouldn't have jobs. They want to let black people and poor people live at subsistence level and rely on them for handouts. That's where that's why the Democrat Party exists. And people are finally catching on. You know, it's taken a fucking long time, but this is great evidence of it. And various minorities have latched onto that. And that has become the identity 
that they've taken on. What message is this sending to these white people that are having to go out in their actual lives or their workplaces or whatever and like deal with black people? The message that it's sending to them is that you have to walk on eggshells with this person. This person is going to be a perpetual victim. And I'm going to be too, I'm going to be so afraid to interact with this person as if they're a human being that I'm just not going to interact at all. And I think that that is the real result of all of the woke, slaying, anti-racist, intersectionality crap. Okay, that's not coming from white liberals. That's from black people who experience it. That was great, Raz. It's from a documentary by Larry Elder, Uncle Tom. Larry Elder, who has a book, many books. He's a radio guy in uh, L.A. I think I met him at Fox News a couple times or was on a panel with him. But uh, he's a very popular right-wing host, still on there, does big numbers in Los Angeles. And uh, very smart dude. Thomas Sowell, there's a million of them. And they, they, they're just way brighter than any any politician of any color on the left. You know what I mean? But I, I that's why you got to give Trump a little credit. He's exposed in four years. He's exposed them for what they're really about, you know? At least I think so. So yesterday, we showed you, remember Kenosha? That whole shit. I can't keep my shooting straight. That's the guy who got it in the back. Last name of Blake, right? Who I said it was suicide by cop. So all hell broke loose in Kenosha. Um, And remember, I showed you a clip yesterday. Somebody had a cell phone, was interviewing a kid who had an AR-15 across his shoulder. He's in camouflage and they said, are you a militia? And he goes, no, just call us, you know, armed civilians. I don't know if it was that kid per se that shot two people last night. Um, yeah, somebody, it, it depends who you believe because somebody, they said somebody threw a Molotov at him. Uh, but anyways, he ended up shooting two people. Uh, more, actually, two of them died. Uh, a 17-year-old Illinois man charged in the shooting death of two protesters in Kenosha last Tuesday. Kyle Rittenhouse has been charged with first-degree intentional homicide. That's from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He was part of, a, of the group of armed men at the scene. We have been identifying them as a local militia group. Rittenhouse hails from uh, Antioch, Illinois, about 12 miles away across state lines. Dramatic video and images from the Wisconsin city show an armed man, allegedly Rittenhouse, walking down the street with protesters in pursuit after one man was shot in the head. Now, we have different angles of what went on. Um, Let's take a look at this. So you can see right here is the the shooter. That's him, Rittenhouse. looks clearly self-defense from this angle from what we see and what we're about to see but there could be more information coming out but this guy with the red shirt wrapped around his head is chasing him yeah Comes back around to call 911. That's the shooter. Uh, 
I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. They're saying, get that motherfucker, get him. So he runs. He was calling 911 or calling. Pause. First of all, what do you expect when you're chasing? Why would you chase a guy with an AR-15? This is how naive the fucking radical left. You know what I mean? They're so caught up in numbers and we outnumber them. And you're chasing a guy with a fucking rifle? So then he starts to run down the street being chased by the mob. And he trips and falls. Here we go. He's gonna fall down here. Medic? Somebody's yelling medic. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! You wanna go to war? Come on, do you wanna go to war? We'll take you to war, okay? Tony, coño. Pause. Anyways, he walks all the way to the cops. They don't even realize that he's the shooter. Um, this is America, folks. This shit was going on the other night. In Kenosha. Unfriggin' real. <sighs> Anyways, they show a picture of, of one of the guys that gets shot in the arm. Trigger warning, it's kind of gross. Unless you're a meat eater, then you get hungry. Look at that. Perfectly good tattoo ruined. Look at that. And the guy's just sitting there holding it like, look, I cut my arm. Either he's in shock or whatever. There's a tourniquet on him. All right, get it down before you get in trouble. But do you understand? This is the United States of America. What's going on here? And that, I'm not praising what that kid did, but that's the first sign of resistance from the from the right or the other side. I don't know where, where you... I don't know that he was the kid last... Remember the kid last night said, we're here to protect the local businesses? I don't know that it was him, but it's the same... They have the same... They were there for the, he was part of that group is what I'm saying. Um, and uh, so that's what you got to fear. You know, if the people like hardworking people and there's no cop, right? Where are the cops? They show up after, but there's mayhem going on and there's no cops and you can thank the governors, you know, like Evers who's afraid to do anything. Um, and it, it can, it's going to get real ugly. Like we showed that vet, in California, talking to those politicians, I don't know if it was this week or last week, saying, listen, we're being peaceful right now, hardworking taxpayers, but we're organizing, and, you know, and I think this is some of it. Let's hope not. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, thedonaldstuff.com are sponsors of the show. I hope you'll support them by grabbing one of their hats or shirts or mugs. Here are some of the mugs. Here's a handsome mug right there. There's, uh, there's Trump. When he was juicing a couple months ago. And there he is. I don't know what he was doing with that. But these are actually nice mugs. Uh, get one. Send it to a Trump fan. Or better yet, send it to a Trump hater. Drive them nuts. 
Go to thedonaldstuff.com, check out all their gear, and when you use the promo code NICK, you get 10% uh, off everything on the website, not just these mugs. That's thedonaldstuff.com. Thank them for sponsoring the show very much. And I want to thank uh, contributors. That's how this show stays alive. I got a little nervous. It was a little light last night. Not sure why. My instincts are saying YouTube. That's why I need you to double check to make sure you're still subscribed and, and whatnot. One-time contributions since last night. Paul Sagnella, Connecticut. See his name almost every day. Thank you, Paul. Russ Simpson, Virginia. Rest in peach. Rest in peach raccoon. What? Rest in peach raccoon. Am I missing something? Uh, Michigan. Nick's filthy desk. Washington. What? The f- What are you kidding me? <laughs> when I came in here this morning after reading that, I did take all the cigarette ashes and shit. <laughs> but you know what they say about somebody with a filthy desk? Not that I'm a genius, but that's what they look at William F. Buckley's desk or anybody who's famous, Andy Rooney. Fucking Einstein, Rez, any of them. Fucking uh, justice for Cannon Hinton, Michigan. Dog styling Dems, Washington. Frank Lee, I don't give a damn, California. <laughs> Apparently he's Russian. Daniel Stark, California. Arlie Styles, Arkansas. Now here are the new monthly supporters at Patreon. We would love everybody to do this, because if you do, you get the extra story every day. Nobody else gets. You get to ask me a question, and you get uh, access to all the archives. New monthly supporters, Eric M. Ryan, W.M. period L. He's a $100 a month Patreon member. Thank you so much. Scott Ingswerzen. I said that right. Scott Ingswerzen and Joel Chapman. All new monthly subscribers. Go to patreon.com. Thank you. You're the lifeblood of the show. All of you who contribute in either way. Um, So all that shit was going on in Kenosha, right? Last night. So Trump said the National Guard and federal agents would be deployed. I actually said this before the the stuff went on, I guess. Be uh, deployed to Kenosha to quell widespread looting, arson, and violence following the recent police shooting of Jacob Blake. I keep hearing him say this stuff, but uh, I don't know if he, is he doing it? I don't know. I am your voice. Trump wrote on Twitter, Democrat Governor Tony Evans agreed to accept the deployment following the Tuesday night killing or uh, of two protesters by a since arrested militia member. That's what it took, Governor. A couple of the uh, protesters to get killed before you reacted. That's kind of says a lot, doesn't it? Those kids would still be alive today. And this kid wouldn't be in trouble if you had taken action nights ago, week ago. So that's on you, in my opinion. Trump said, we will not, I think it's Trump, or Evers, we will not stand for looting, arson, violence, and lawlessness on American streets. My team, yeah, it's Trump, just got off the phone with Governor Evers, who agreed to accept federal assistance 
Portland should do the same, Trump tweeted. Today, I'll be sending federal law enforcement and the National Guard to Kenosha, Wisconsin, to restore restore a law and order. Now you will learn about loss, loss of freedom, loss of humanity. I lost a shoe. I lost a shoe in the fucking shooting. Oh, fuck. Huh? Oh, for the love of Pete. Thank God I showered my feet. Anyways, so Trump, uh, he ain't played no more. But we keep hearing this and I don't see anything. Do you believe what's going on in this country, folks? Seriously, do you believe? Ah. <sighs> And the left is fighting so hard. Do you understand? I worry about the safety of the president. I'm not shitting you if he gets elected again. I mean, look what, look how mad he's dr- driven these people with his first term. Here's some interesting news that's not going to help urban America. Um, medical examiner report. Fentanyl in George Floyd's system made his lungs weigh two to three times more than normal. Son of a whore! According to court filings released, George Floyd had so much fentanyl in his system, his lungs weighed two to three times more than a normal lung. New exhibits filed in the case against the four former Minneapolis police officers accused of murdering Floyd suggests the Hennepin County Medical Examiner thought George Floyd's fentanyl levels were at a potential uh, fatal level. But his and other medical examiners' findings show he died of a combination of factors. What difference at this point does it make? They got to say that, right? That's just somebody covering their ass. Even if he died, and it sounds like the drugs killed him, you don't think these cops have a chance, at least Derek Chauvin. You know what I mean? Because the facts don't matter to the mob. They don't matter. Even if it's proven it's the drugs that killed them. But, you know, having that kind of drugs in your system and somebody kneeling on your neck obviously doesn't help things either. But let's say he was completely innocent. It wouldn't matter. Do you understand the mob rules right now? If they came out and said, yeah, we're letting this guy off. I mean, who knows what would happen? Six pieces of evidence were filed in the case Tuesday, one day after former officer Theo's attorneys requested the release of the full autopsy report from the county medical examiner. The Armed Forces Medical Examiner and the private medical examiner is hired by George uh, Floyd's family. So a um, ton of drugs in his system. Another reason you shouldn't make him out to be a martyr, okay? Doesn't deserve to die like that, but... Because we live in such a polarized and racially, uh, uh, racial, uh, you know, tinderbox, there's no way they're going to go, you know what, it was the drugs, it wasn't a cop, which is, you know, too bad for the cop. So the Dems, the Dems are sitting around, like I said, Biden, Pelosi, none of them, Schumer, has any of them denounced the shit going on? in these cities. Have you heard any of them going, this has to stop? I haven't. 
I might have missed it. But you know who, what Democrat was for law and order? You have to go back a long time to Chicago. Mayor Daley, big Democrat, but a Democrat back then is, you know, whole different species than today's Democrat, obviously. But l- listen how, listen to how he was, how he handled uh, this type of urban shit. I said to him very emphatically and very definitely that an order be issued immediately under his signature to shoot to kill any arsonist or anyone with a Molotov cocktail in their hand in Chicago to fire a building because they're potential murderers and to issue a police order to shoot to maim or cripple anyone <laughs> looting. Pause. Any Do you see how we've changed? Have we changed for the better? He's on TV saying it. I told the cops to shoot and kill any arsonist, anybody looting or throwing Molotov cocktails. You either believe in law and order or you don't. Oh, that would be oppressive. That's not American. No, 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 no. You have a right to protest peacefully. Assemble however you want. But fucking throwing Molotovs, burning shit, like you said, potential murderers. I mean, just look at the results. We've been sitting back and letting this shit happen. Imagine if uh, any 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 mayor came out. Think about him. This is a Democrat back in the day. Think about him compared to guy Evers or whoever, or Wheeler in Portland, Oregon. Guess what? If you went out and said that, wouldn't be much looting and stuff going on. It's kind of a deterrent when you say, you know, we'll shoot you dead. Oh, Nick, you have to evolve. No, I don't. I'm for law and order. That'll never change. Look at that handsome bastard. He was a daily, let me tell you, daily was a hard ass, man. I mean, that city was corrupt. He was corrupt, I guess. But uh, even back then, go ahead. In our city. And above all, the crime of arson is to me the most hideous and worst crime of any and should be dealt with in this fashion. I was disappointed to know that every policeman out on the beat was supposed to use his own decision. <laughs> and this decision evidently was his. In my opinion, he should have had instructions to shoot arsonists and to shoot looters. <laughs> he was disappointed cops had discretion. Mayor Daly, proving Democrats weren't always bad. Yes, Raz. Uh, we have a Patreon question. Oh, for the love of Jesus. <laughs> Paul S. Paul S. Oak Park, Illinois. Hey, Nick, do you think that two months from now that all of a sudden there's a mysteriously huge spike in COVID numbers that will force the entire country to vote by mail? It would not surprise me in the least Fight the good fight. Well, I thought that's what I was doing, Paul. For the love of Christ, I uh, can't get in arrested in Hollywood anymore. I think I'm doing it. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't even know if that's necessary, Paul. You know, but yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Again, everything that's happening in society right now is about the election. Everything. And that wouldn't surprise me, but they really don't have to do that. They're still scaring people, right? 
with this COVID nonsense, but uh, that would not surprise me. All of a sudden, there was a big spike in every... Uh, and it, it's all a scam, folks. It's all a scam, and the Dems have to do this. It's the only thing I admire about that party. They play filthy. It's their religion. They have nothing else in their lives. Nothing. It's all about power. Well, Nick, that's true of both sides. No, no, it isn't. Most people who vote Republican, they have families, kids, and shit, get up and go to work. They're not blogging till three in the morning on their beds, on fucking Twitter, shitting on anything that smells of law and order. At least that's what I believe. But yeah, there will probably will be a spike. Go out anyways. Again, unless you have diabetes and you're from Wuhan. And you got Sugarfoot. <laughs> uh, one more story, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to show you next week this communist instructional video. It's in black and white. It was made in the 50s, late 50s, I think. And you guys are going to shit when you hear how communism, socialism works, and how it takes over, and how relevant it is. You'd think they wrote this thing five minutes ago. Finally tonight, it says breaking, boom, look out Cuomo, look out Whitmer, look out Wolf and Murphy. Those are governors and mayors who did a horseshit job with uh, COVID. Remember Cuomo? I couldn't find the clip, but he was bragging about how well New York handled it. Meanwhile, more old people died in nursing homes there because he let people with COVID go into nursing homes. Um, so you're a loser. You'll always be a loser. <laughs> Look, it says butcher. Governors Cuomo, Whitmer, that's at Broad in uh, Michigan, is it? Uh, Wolf and Murphy, that's a guy from Jersey, are in the crosshairs. Uh, Justice Department requesting data from governors that issued coronavirus orders that may have resulted in the deaths of elderly, elderly nursing home residents. We all know Cuomo did that, and he won't admit it. Department of Justice says data will help inform whether the Department of Justice will initiate investigations under the Civil Rights of Institutionalized Persons Act, that's CRIPA, regarding New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Michigan's response to COVID in uh, public nursing homes. Oh, they got to be sweating now. All righty then. Today, the Justice Department requested COVID-19 uh, data from the governors of states that issue orders which may have resulted in the deaths of thousands of elderly nursing home residents. New York, did I just read this? No. Uh, new, they repeat themselves. New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan required nursing homes to admit COVID patients to their vulnerable populations, often without adequate testing. Oh. They got to be nervous now. For example, on March 25th, Raz, 2020, New York ordered no resident shall be denied readmission or admission to a nursing home solely based on a confirmed or suspected diagnosis of COVID-19. Let that sink in. If you were elderly and you had COVID, you showed up a nurse, they had to let you in. I'll say that again. Solely based on a confirmed or suspected diagnosis of COVID-19, uh, nursing homes are, are prohibited from requiring a hospitalized resident who is determined medically stable to be tested for COVID-19 prior to admission or readmission. This guy's got 
fucking blood all over his hands, Cuomo. According to the Centers for Disease Control, New York has the highest number of COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. with 32,592 victims, many of them, most of them, elderly. New York's death rate by populations is the second highest in the country with 1,680 deaths per million people. That might be the most undercover story, naturally, because it doesn't fit the mainstream media's narrative, that Cuomo has all that old blood on his hands. But do you really think he's going to go to jail? Huh? Do you? I don't know. He's got to be a little nervous, but you know how it works, folks. It's all about, uh, you hear about all different levels of justice in this country, rich and poor people. I haven't seen anybody, have you, in the last five years that should be in jail? Especially people who worked under Comey and Strzok and that piece of ass Lisa Page. There's a million of them that should be in jail. Hillary, even Obama, but I can't say that. That would be racist. Anyways, that is the show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Again, thank you so much for all your support. Continue to contribute at nickdip.com on a daily basis or sign up at patreon.com and become a monthly member. We appreciate it. We need shows like this more than ever. I'm not just saying it because it's my show. Just look around at people being canceled and kicked off Twitter and whatnot. So keep contributing and um, believe in the cause. That is it. You guys think that I will say it. You're very welcome. We'll see you back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count, guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! 
Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.